Do you have this strong intuitive feeling that you are just destined to build a business and a life that stands out amongst the rest, but you just don't know how to get there? I feel you, I've been there, and I can see that you are another fellow flamingo just waiting to take flight. My name is Megan Shallow, social media guru and founder of BNL Media Consulting, and this is exactly what I have done through building my own beautiful empire that has become a unicorn in the social media management world, as well as a safe space for entrepreneurs to feel empowered with their digital marketing. All of this was founded on the basis of three magical words, breathe, nourish, and love. Are you ready to learn how to be that entrepreneur who shows up online and offline with confidence, has a business that makes an impact in this world, and lives a life full of connection, love, prosperity, and joy? If the answer is yes, then let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fly Flamingo Fly with founder of BNL Media Consulting, Megan Shallow. That's me. Uh, today I'm really excited. I'm always excited for these podcasts when I finally find a moment of creation where I'm like, I need to say this out loud. It's a perfect time. It's a Friday afternoon. The sun is out and I am recording this after a roller coaster of a week with a lot of, um, advice. I have a lot of advice to give (laughs) and it's, it's okay. So I am going to, I'm a storyteller, as you all have probably started to figure out. So I'm just going to tell the story. Uh, last weekend on Wednesday, I was like, I'm going to do a retreat. And it's an online retreat with Elise. Um, she, Elise Greenspoon, she is the yoga instructor that I met when I went to Thailand. And I have this connection with her that I just absolutely, like no one has ever been able to kind of provide the wisdom and knowledge and grounding energy that she has been able to provide for me. So she's all the way in Amsterdam. And I started doing these quarterly retreats with her and they are so wonderful. It's based on, um, we do a lot of yin yoga when the yoga session does occur. And then we do the Ayurvedic, like eating based on the Ayurvedic cycle. So winter, we just did a winter retreat. So with winter, you have a lot of vata, which is air, uh, wind, and it's very flighty energy. So if you're feeling flighty, you can, you can explain it with that if you want. But anyway, so I did this five day yoga retreat. I went off the grid. I only had connections with my cell phone. I turned off my computer for the most part. I did not open Slack, which for all of you that run tech companies know how hard it can be to not. But I was at a point right before this retreat, which I knew was coming. Um, I like couldn't say words anymore. Like my brain was just tapped. I don't know what happened in January. But there was a lot of, um, a lot of thought processes and admin work that had to be done. And we were like, I had to figure out my business insurance is renewing. I've got a car lease that's coming up for renewal. Obviously, WorkSafe is coming through because it's the beginning. Tax season's occurring. All of these things, plus on top of the regular admin work of running a, a company that's not just you. You've got payroll. You've got GST. You've got all of these admin things that start to happen at the beginning of the year. And then of course, we also have our big reports that we send to our clients in January. So a lot of admin pieces. And I'm an entrepreneur, and I don't have a significant like an actual diagnosis, but I can almost guarantee you that there is like an ADHD brain going on in here. And I love it. It's a magical power. I think it's the best thing in the world, except when I get overwhelmed, because as soon as my brain gets overwhelmed, everything starts to shut down. And that's how I felt going into this retreat. So that's a um, that's some context for you. And 
So if anyone can relate to that, feel free to leave a drop a comment below or on Instagram because I it's always nice to know that you're not alone. So I did this five day retreat and everyone was like, oh, have so much fun. You're going to be so relaxed that 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 because that's what people assume happens on a retreat. And I've done, done a few retreats now. My biggest one was when I was in Thailand. It was for four weeks. And I'm not going to lie to you. I cried every day. And it's because when you retreat, everything that you've been pushing down because you have to keep going and you have to keep moving and you have to keep problem solving and you have to keep living and you have to keep making money. All of those things push down what's actually going on. And so, and what's going on inside and what's going on for you, like what's going on for your soul, <laughs> if uh, that resonates for you, or what's going on with the real you, the one that if you had no job right now and didn't have to worry about a thing, how would that version of you feel? That all gets pushed down. And for me, I've noticed with my business. I love what I do. I, I get so caught up in everything. I love the pings on Slack and I love problem solving. And I love when everyone's, when something's happening and the business is growing again and I have to reconfigure stuff. Like I love that. But then all of a sudden I just, the high stops and my entire body will shut down because I'm not listening. <laughs> my soul is knocking on the door and my body and my brain won't listen. So it just shuts everything down. And that's what happened right before the retreat. So the retreat was great. But here's the thing. When you go on a retreat, like I said, it's not as relaxing as people make it out to be. And so I'm going to explain to you what happened during my retreat and also the aftermath of that and what came out of it. Um, that's something with a retreat that will always happen is the answers will always show up. And you didn't know that you were looking for answers, but things happen and that's when the, it all starts to shine. Things move. You start to like, there's no dopamine hits and social media is not occurring and all of that stuff. So day one of the yoga retreat. I felt a lot of anger and frustration. I was recognizing that I was spending so much time on social media. A lot of stuff was going on here in Canada in the news. There were a lot of movements occurring and de divisive opinions, like really speaking loudly. And I was all in it and I was scrolling and I was, I was taking up all of my time and energy. And on the first day of my retreat, there was no social media. So the goal of the retreat is you make your own home a retreat space. So you don't go anywhere. You're not at a yoga studio. Like it's at your home. So you have to build a retreat environment within your home and your own lifestyle. And so no social media, no Slack, no Facebook, no desktop stuff, like cold turkey. And all I felt was frustration and anger and rage, like full on rage and not at anyone. Um, it was just an emotion and it just came up so fast and so high. And all I wanted to do in order to get rid of it was to go online. Like my, like Emily will tell you, like I reached out to her so much throughout the day because I just needed some sort of drama to get me away from that feeling and so I just tried to keep coming in and I tried to go on Slack and she kicked me out. She told me to go away and like all of these things, like I just didn't want to face it. And so I was having a lot of anger and frustration. And so the 1030 to 12 o'clock yoga definitely helps. But then after that, like really lovely yoga feeling left the building, 
that was when I started to feel all those feelings again. And it was just so overpowering. It felt like it wasn't even mine, but it was me. It was, there was a lot of emotions there that I was, had been pushing down and anger and frustration and rage could be attributed to many things. And I won't dive down that rabbit hole on this podcast, but that was day one for me. Um, I didn't, I don't think I cried on day one, but that's okay because day two, three, four, and five uh, had many tears. And so that was that was really eye-opening. I also thought I was going to be nice and relaxed, but that was not the case. And I didn't know how to fill my time. So what I did was I spent time cooking. And that's the wonderful thing about these retreats is she gives you, Elise, gives you so many recipes that you have to cook. And so that was my phone. <laughs> and... With that, um, you cook and I cooked like three meals and I just focused on that because if I didn't, I would have been just become completely overwhelmed with the emotions and cooking is actually very meditative. I don't know if anyone's really thought about it before, but the cooking really can like bring you to the present moment. Of course, it fuels your soul and it's great food. And always when we cook, it's usually really good for us. And you're a part of the whole process. So that's something that I really found worked for me to get through day one and then got me through the rest of the week. So day two, sadness came through um, emotions. And then at the end of day two, after a yoga session, um, I went for a walk with my dog and I ran into someone that I haven't seen in a year and a half. Uh, we live really close together. But we just, our paths just hadn't crossed in that long. And they asked me if I was happy. And like, what a question. What a question to ask someone, one who you haven't seen in a while, but also right in the middle of a yoga retreat when you're really diving deep and trying to ask, you're like trying to feel what's going on and trying to rest and all of these things. And I didn't realize at the time how impactful that question was going to be for me. I really did not. But if once it's sat, like, you know, when someone asks you a question and you, you have a like response, of course, if someone asks you if you're happy, you usually say yes, because if you say no, then it takes you down this like really, really deep rabbit hole. And sometimes you're not ready to go into that with someone. So I said yes at the time. But then once I thought about it more, I, those, the yes was, it felt a little faltering. Um, yes, I've, I'm content. That is a word that I would describe how I'm feeling. Like everything is moving in the direction that it's meant to. It's moving at the pace that it's meant to. All of the things that are supposed to be happening are happening. But happiness is is a completely different definition. And ironically, I'm reading Atlas of the Heart by Brene, Brene Brown. If you have not read that book yet, highly recommend putting it on your list of things to either listen to or read. It is the, it's one of my favorites. I love Brene Brown. I love everything she writes, but this one is just so timely as I find all of her books are. Every time I pick up her book, it's exactly what I need to hear. And so yeah, day two, moved through that and had this question to move through the rest of the retreat asking me if I'm happy. And that's a question that, I mean, I want to put that out to all of you, asking yourself, are you happy? Content is great. Joy, awesome. But the happiness factor, like that's a really deep question. So I'm going to just ask you to sit on it um, and let it kind of dive in because that 
honestly shifted everything for me for the next three days. Um, I went through day three. Day, day three was really nice. It was like the middle of the retreat. I was The detox of the social media was done. I wasn't feeling compulsed to look at my phone anymore. For all of you that have maybe never put your phone away, um, try putting your phone away for 24 hours and watch how many times you try to gra- go grab at it, even if it's not there. And that is a sign of addiction, by the way. <laughs> and it's something that I noticed. I just like really needed it. I needed the hits. I needed to know what was going on. I needed to know all these things. And so that is that was a really interesting thing that I recognized. And so day three, none of that was happening. And also it was a Friday by day three. So no work was really going on. Like I knew that everything was just calm and relaxed because usually Fridays are pretty calm and relaxed in our space. So I just felt like I could breathe because Saturday and Sunday were coming. And every single retreat session, we would always have a clearing. And to hear all of these other people going through very similar things and noticing things about their sleep schedules and maybe their routines need to be adjusted and how can they put themselves so that they're taken care of and how can they build their lives around that. And so with the question, are you happy, floundering around, making me feel angry at the person for asking me, then angry at myself for not knowing the real answer, and then all of a sudden having it click on day five, the answer was no. To be fully honest with you, like, no, I don't, I didn't feel happy. Like, I think that's why, like, I was just so tired and I, I couldn't feel anything anymore. Um, by the time I went on that retreat, like feeling things was not something I could do and like feeling connection and feeling like I could communicate with people and all of that because I had just put up a huge wall because I wasn't happy and I didn't want people to see that. And people don't like seeing people unhappy. And we also are in a world right now where unhappiness is, it just feels so everywhere. And so trying to be the bright light is something that I like to do. And so I wasn't recognizing that I wasn't quite happy. When that answer came through, it came through while I was, I think I was chilling, having a bath. By the way, for the, through these retreats, it's like day one, my hair is fine. Day two, I've decided I'm going to put coconut oil in my hair, which is no one has ever put coconut oil in their hair. I highly recommend it. It's the most relaxing thing ever. Day three, four, and five, just kept the coconut oil hair in. Um, it reminds me of being in Thailand. I always put coconut oil in my hair when I went to Thailand because it kept it like less frizzy and more manageable. And so I just was like, there's this version of me, it's called Thailand, Megan. And it's this one where I feel really connected to myself. And I also feel connected to others. And I feel like I can actually listen and take in and hold space for other people. And that had been gone. Like I just couldn't do that anymore. And so this retreat always like was bringing me back to that. And that is where I define like that feels like happiness to me being that person. And so I realized coming out of it, out of the retreat when Elise, she asked, what is it that you're going to take with you as you move forward into the next season until we have our next retreat in the spring? And for me, what really came up was boundaries. In order for me to feel the happiness that I want to feel and the in order for me to feel connected to myself, like my true self, like the Thailand Megan version as my 
counselor has described it to me when I feel lost. She's like, where, like Thailand, Megan, like how can we gravitate back to that person um, or to that, that energy field that you know exists within you? It's building boundaries that allow me to feel that. So for me, I've realized I'd let all of my boundaries go. As soon as we hit 2022, (laughs) it was like full speed ahead and booking meetings and having so many Zoom calls and being so available and not really doing too much other than walk my dog in the morning and at nighttime and making sure I eat at least breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And even that was sometimes becoming hard. So having those specific boundaries in place where I eat breakfast at eight and then I eat lunch at one and then I eat dinner at six and these, and then I turn off my computer by four and, or at least turn off Slack by four and I turn on Slack at 10, like trying to put these strict boundaries in so that my soul can have complete free reign on the outside. Like when those boundaries don't exist And that was a really big shift for me because it's not that I'm not like I, I'm not feeling happy. I wasn't feeling happy. And I'm grateful for the person who asked the question, sent them lots of rage and anger energetically for the first three days, but it was what I needed to hear. And it wasn't even probably uh, he, like they probably didn't mean to like actually ask that deep of a question. It's just something that some people ask if they don't know what to say or maybe there was something, maybe my face was reading that I was tired. I don't know. Um, but it, like for me, I feel like it was the universe, like, or whatever, spirit, something greater than us used that person as a conduit to ask me the question that I needed to hear. And so that's why, one, I love these podcasts because you might, I might say something that you just needed to hear. And it might not be me that is the one delivering it, but it's, I'm the one that, is like the conduit for something bigger that's trying to ask you these questions. So how are your boundaries? How are you feeling? Do you feel happy? Or not even do you feel happy? Do you feel like your true self? If you don't feel like your true self, how can you maneuver your life and set certain boundaries in order to allow your true self to actually come to fruition? If there was anything that I would do first, because some things are harder to change than others, it would be, ironically enough, to decrease your social media intake. Constantly scrolling, constantly being bombarded with video, with the addition and increase of Reels and TikTok videos, I honestly believe that our mental capacity has even been like hit even harder. With photos, you can kind of pause, you can digest, you can read, like it's using different parts of your brain Whereas with video, it's just like watching really fast TV episodes over and over and over again. And it's like Netflix, but like on speed. So, and your brain has to switch gears when it's watching different photos or videos because you're, you're trying, like you're learning about different things and it's different parts of your brain and just so overwhelming. And I've noticed this more and more. Like I used to really love scrolling a feed and reading posts and that's something I still do. But when I get a reels, like it opens up a whole other doorway of my brain. They don't really want open. I've never been a YouTuber. I've never enjoyed watching video or like actively scrolling video. And it's because my brain gets so overwhelmed. So if there was one thing that I would recommend to shift is look at what you're doing on social media. Are you like social media is an amazing tool in order to connect with people when you need to, 
if you don't have their phone numbers or anything like that, find businesses and brands that you want to keep an eye on for sales and stuff and signing up for their newsletter. I just found a really cool place that lives down the street. I got rid of my apps on my phone. So I don't actually have Instagram and Facebook right now on my phone. Um, I am just using desktop in order to check my DMs and stuff when I need to, but I just can't. I don't want to go back to scrolling because it's just a slow, slippery slope. But that is a big boundary that I would say, like, I love using social in order to make connections. And I recognize that if I use social media to scroll, I'm actually trying to ignore myself and trying to just fill, like push everything down more. So that is one thing that I would encourage you. If you're not sure what boundaries to set first, take a look at social media. I have a social media management company. I love the fact that there are people out there that find the content that we produce from our clients really educational and entertaining. And they also learn about the business and then they turn into customers or they're customers that continue to recur. And that's great. But once you find yourself going onto an explore page and scrolling through reels for hours and hours or the same for TikTok on the for you page or Instagram, or Twitter, or Snapchat, whatever you're doing, if you're doing it mindlessly, most likely you're trying to ignore the voice that's trying to speak and you're not letting it. So that is my two cents. Um, Post-retreat has been a rocky emotional roller coaster once I figured out on day five that I wasn't happy. So no boundaries were set in this week after my retreat because I didn't know that was the answer that was going to be coming. So I had so many Zoom calls. I had so many. I had all my social platforms back. Like I just kind of went back to normal. But my soul has been like screaming at me saying, nope, this is not going to work anymore. So I'm going to make you cry until you figure it out. And so... I'm moving into next week, moving into the next month. The boundaries are coming in. Everything feels really good. And I am starting to listen more and more. And the fact that I'm on this podcast right now recording is a huge win for me. Um, in the last three weeks, it, I just haven't been able to because I feel like I felt like I couldn't even channel the voice that I know I wanted to show up with. And that's this one to speak to all of you. I don't want a script. I've decided scripts are not my thing. Uh, It's very right brain and I'm full left brain. So I'm just kind of going with whatever words are coming out. And I hope whatever you hear today lands for you in some way. And once you realize, if you do ask yourself that question, definitely journal about it. Or am I happy? journal about that question. If you don't journal, maybe write in your notes app if that's more or just sit on it, hang out in the bath, in the shower, ask yourself a few times and the answers will show up. And maybe you are happy and that's amazing. And I think that's great. And I think you should keep being happy. If you feel like you are feeling the voice of your soul and you feel like your intuition is running on fire and it's doing great, then that's, you might be happy. Um, But if you aren't or you feel or you're seeing those signs of symptoms of emotional like uh, dysregulation, or you are scrolling excessively way more than you usually are, or you're getting soup, like you're getting super sucked into a series and you just won't stop. And like, you're like, you can't keep moving. Like these can be signs of symptoms of maybe you're not quite 
there and you're not quite listening to that place that wants to shine bright. So I will leave you with that. I hope everyone has an amazing day wherever you are, whatever time it is, whatever the weather's like, and keep on moving forward for our business owners out there. I am so grateful to have you along for this ride, as well as just for our listeners who are curious of what's going on and they're flamingos in their own right, but maybe they're not entrepreneurs. We all can be flamingos in our lives any way we want to show up. You don't have to only be the entrepreneur, but when you are an entrepreneur, there's a lot of things that can resonate here and a lot more freedom. But if you don't have the freedom and you work in a nine to five, make sure you're focusing on those places that you do have more control over and really curate those so that they really align with you. So I shall leave you. I hope everyone has an amazing day and I cannot wait to see you kind of feel you more so on the next episode of Fly Flamingo Fly. You can find us, my team over at BNL Social. If you have a comment or a question that you'd love for us to like answer, feel free to send us a message or a DM. And I look forward to chatting with you next time. Have a great day, everyone, and talk soon. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Fly Flamingo Fly with VNL. We are so grateful you stopped by and we hope that something from today's conversation ignited the inspiration you were looking for so that you can keep moving forward towards the life of your dreams. This podcast was produced by BNL Media Consulting with the amazing help of Podigy Podcasts. We'd love to hear your takeaways from this episode, so be sure to leave us a review as well as give us a follow on Instagram at BNL Social. If you need any help with your social media marketing, feel free to visit our website at www.bnlmediaconsulting.com and we would be more than happy to support you. We hope you have an amazing day and we cannot wait to connect with you again next time. Have a good one, everyone.